Welcome to the Life Tunes Podcast, episode number one, released on Wednesday, January 15th, 2020. My name is Chris Abate, a singer, songwriter, music producer, and DJ. I've been surrounded by music my entire life. Life Tunes is all about different types of music that inspires us, makes us happy, sad, sparks ideas, and everything in between. Let's get into the discussion for today. As we begin the journey with our first episode of the podcast, first off, I just wanted to thank everybody for joining me today. Uh, I know there are a ton of podcasts out there. There are a ton of other things to listen to, and there are a ton of other things to be doing with your time. And I'm hopeful that this podcast, as we move forward, will become something that is a joy for you and something that you enjoy listening to and enjoy interacting with. And that's something that we'll get into in a little bit. I'd like to give you some info about the podcast and uh, how you can get involved. But first, before we do that, I want to go over why I'm here and a little bit about my history. Back in 1978, I distinctly remember recording music with a fancy console stereo system and a small, very, very small corded microphone that was connected to the stereo system. I held the mic and I remember, I can even see the mic in my head. It it was a very small black microphone that had a wire that went into the console stereo and the stereo had two little VU meters. For those of you not in the music industry, they're two little needles, uh, little sticks, I guess you would say, that would they would go up and down and, and show you sort of the volume of the audio that was going through the system. Uh, we were recording on a uh, cassette tape, and luckily there is still one of those cassette tapes still existing somewhere in our family storage. And I think that's one of the main reasons why this this memory is so vivid in my head, because I vividly remember singing the particular songs and even visualizing what was going on while we were recording that one particular cassette. And again, this is 1978. I At that point, I was three years old. So, you know, earliest memory, I would say, is right here. What was I singing? Well, I happened to be singing the song Can't Smile Without You by Barry Manilow. My grandparents and my parents were Fairly big Barry Manilow fans. I think a lot of it came from my grandparents. I I do remember riding with them in their car with their 8-tracks. And the 8-track tapes that they had were specifically Barry Manilow. There was one Barry Manilow live that I remember. And there was another one. It was a a blue 8-track. I remember that. And it it just happened to be that for this day that we were recording this um, audio tape, my brother and I... Uh, older brother and I were singing this Can't Smile Without You song by Barry Manilow. My brother had a much more comedic take on the recording. You can tell he was uh, joking around and sort of, you know, sort of jumping through some of the some of the parts of the song and just sort of laughing at it and making it sort of a joke as he was singing his parts. When I would grab the mic, you could tell just in listening to the audio and I wish I had it here to, so you could hear it, but I don't, maybe in a future episode, I'll get a, get my hands on it and we'll, we'll go over it and listen to it together. 
But you could tell that for me, it was about the performance. I was really stretching my voice. I was really pushing the vocals forward and really making it or trying to sound like I was recording the song in a studio or or performing it on on a stage. And I really dove in. There were points in the song where I would jump up and the notes would go up and and you know, I would just keep putting more more and more effort into the audio. Um so that was really my first memory of um of a musical experience that that hit me and made me feel like it was something that I enjoyed. As I grew up, I would listen to and sing all different types of music. My mother, who grew up around the doo-wop sounds in the streets of Brooklyn and New York City in the 1950s, didn't go a minute without having music on in our house. We had music, we had the radio, we had various different things in the car, and, and there was always music around no matter what we did. And while my older brother and sister didn't take on as much of the love for music as I did, I was engulfed by it. Nearly everything I did had to have some sort of music component associated with it. I'm sure my neighbors were thrilled when I would step out into my driveway with a boombox and a box of cassettes and start setting things up in a way that they knew that the music was going to come and they knew that somebody was going to start singing in their driveway for, for no apparent reason whatsoever. I would set up any and all stuffed animals that I could find in my house in rows, just like I saw on the Grammys on TV. I would set them up. I would have them all, you know, looking towards what I would consider the stage. And then I would go up there uh, or just, you know, sort of, walk around my driveway and sing and dance mimicking the choreography and the passion of those 80s artists i'd even make eye contact with those stuffed animals sitting in the front row it was an exciting and energetic feeling that i'll never forget and again this was early on i was probably five or six years old holding these concerts in my driveway that turned into having concerts whenever we had babysitters. And I remember my sister setting up lights with flashlights and, and blinking flashlights and colored flashlights. And we would put on these mini concerts in our living room when we would have a babysitter or when we were just hanging around the house with with our parents. And, and it was just, it was an amazing scene. It was just really fun to to be part of. And it felt like, I was an entertainer right from the start. So while in elementary school, obviously five or six with all the concerts going on in my driveway and in my house, um, while in elementary school going through kindergarten and first and up through fifth grade, I dabbled in the typical orchestral and band instruments, but eventually found a home in the chorus. I felt, and in many ways still feel this way today, that the voice combined with the ears make up one of the most flexible and creative instruments out there. I never left the chorus all the way through high school. While we focus solely on classical and holiday songs and those holiday concerts that you know all the, the elementary school chorus kids go through, 
My kids went through it as well. I always wanted more. I wanted to create that pop R&B sound that I grew up with. Groups and singers like Cool and the Gang, which happened to be my first concert that I had ever gone to at the South Shore Music Circus in Cohasset, Massachusetts. It had a round stage and the stage was rotating. So the artists would be performing and as they were performing, they were rotating around the crowd. It was, uh, or inside the crowd and the crowd was technically rotating around them. But it was, I, I have specific memories of being in that particular venue and watching those artists and 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 being part of um part of those shows so groups like cool and the gang and michael jackson and so many others had a major influence on my musical growth uh during my elementary school years however no one person or group influenced me more than the group new edition a bunch of kids my age from boston i grew up just south of boston And they sang and performed just like some of the groups that my mother had introduced me to from the 50s. There was and always has been something about a musical performance that hits me when it's all about the music, choreography, and stage presence. I'll have more to talk about on New Edition and all of their offshoots in future episodes, but I will say this, I don't believe there will ever be another group that can entertain a crowd like they can. The influence from New Edition allowed me to spend hours, days, months honing my vocal, dance, and performance skills in ways that couldn't have been done at any school or at any class. But what was it all for? I never thought I would be up on stage or in a studio singing songs. That just wasn't something that I was thinking of at the time. It was just going through the experience and being in the moment with the music and with the performance. Um, it made such a difference in, at the, that time in my life. In middle school, I was invited by one of my friends to take part in the annual talent show. I'll never forget playing basketball in gym class and discussing what song we should do as part of the talent show. And we ended up deciding to lip sync a rap song. It was a popular rap song at that time called Self Destruction. So we were two white kids. We were, you know, in a a suburban town doing our thing as part of a a talent show. And it was, it was fun to prepare for. And because there were so many artists as part of the, as part of the song, we had to split up all the parts and decide who was going to do what and where we were going to be on the stage when we had to do each individual thing. And this was mind blowing to me because it was we were creating a performance for people to enjoy. I was ultra nervous about the whole thing as I was known as the quiet kid off to the side for most of the time during my school years. I didn't have many friends, but I always found a way to integrate into the different groups and cliques in the school whenever needed. Um, If we were making music videos in high school or if we were doing things like this in middle school, um, I always sort of found my way to get noticed, but not noticed enough to be sort of one of those popular kids. So anyway, our performance got rave reviews. We did an awesome job on stage. Ultimately, while we were up there lip syncing our rap verses, there were others on the stage at the same time, which we hadn't planned on doing dances and playing to the crowd. 
So I don't know if the overall success was solely on the shoulders of my friend and I, but all in all, it was a fun experience and we still laugh and feel great about it today. I can't tell you how many times over the course of the last, say, 10 or so years that I've sent a text or sent a message over to that particular friend. And and we joke about it all the time, self-destruction, you know, some of the groups that were in that particular song and some of the lines that we had to lip sync. And it was was really an enjoyable time. But that was my first time on stage. And I was hooked. It really meant so much to me to have been part of that experience that I had to really start to dive in further and find myself a path to get there. So at this point in my life, uh, again, middle school, I had already begun working as a DJ at a radio station, a local um, radio station in the same town that we were, uh, that I was going to high school in or middle school in. And I was also starting my mobile DJ business for schools and CYO dances and just private parties and things like that. So I knew I was put here on this earth at this point in my life, here in middle school, to bring music to people, to sing for people, to entertain for people, in order to bring smiles to their faces and bring joy to the moment that they were in. That's what this was all about, the performance the DJing on the radio station, all of the work that was going on and all of the things that were building up and experiences that that I was having at the time were creating this feeling inside of me that all I really wanted to do was perform for people in order to make them feel good. So that one middle school lip syncing performance catapulted me into singing and performing live with groups and solo throughout high school and right through college. There were talent shows that I I danced and sang in. There were talent shows that I DJed in, both in high school and college. I brought friends along. Um, Friends brought me in. There were so many different things that we did throughout high school and college. From a musical perspective, I had groups that I was part of that we practiced once, once or twice a week. In some cases, we practiced every day after school, singing cover songs and preparing to perform in bars and perform in front of um, adults and make them enjoy the music or have them enjoy the music. It was really an interesting time. So my radio and my broadcast background and some other unrelated life choices, which we'll get into sometime somewhere down the line in this podcast, not today. Um, All of those things led me to a really strong communications and journalism program at a Connecticut college where I graduated in three years in communications. However, with the guidance and support of a wonderful music director, the two of us, along with a small team, were able to start and set up a music program at the school that has now grown into a full-time major. There was no major. There, was, there wasn't even a music club, per se, at the school at the time. So um, while I was there and working with the uh, music director at the school, I had a vocal coach and performed in shows throughout the school and outside of the school at various local churches. There was also the talent shows going on at the same time as well. It was a great experience to be able to build a brand new program at the school. And I ended up being the very first undergraduate 
to graduate from the college with a minor in music. The minor program went on for a couple of years after I left the school. And then as more and more uh, students became part of that minor program, the school decided it was time to build the music program into a full-time, uh, a full-grown major. It was really a special time to be part of a program that grew into something that is so much larger today. All right, so after college, I followed the standard path of life at the time, and many of you are still doing this today. Unfortunately, music had moved to the hobby side of life. I ended up working as a technical project manager, first for a radio sales firm, and then on to various other industries. I got married, bought a house, got a dog, had two wonderful sons. Music was still in my life, but it was secondary at best. Ten years later, during what had become a very successful business career, life took a turn. Life started to lead me in a different direction, and it was pointing back to where I came from. I started to DJ at school dances again and small parties, and to be honest, I felt more at home on the stage and behind the microphone than anywhere else. It's a feeling I just, I can't explain. Today, I'm a successful music producer, singer, songwriter. Being able to DJ and continue to make memories for people on their wedding days or birthdays, it fulfills me. Seeing a smile on somebody's face because of a song that's playing brings me joy. It just makes me feel good inside. Music is and always has been my best friend in the best of times and the worst of times. Sharing that friend with people and letting them feel the joy and emotion that it creates is and always will be my passion. So, after that long-winded story of why I'm here, why are we here together? Why, why are you still listening to this, first of all? And what is the goal of this podcast as we move forward in this new decade? Well, there's so much going on in the world that doesn't bring true emotion to our lives. We spend our time scrolling through social media, watching the news about climate change or disagreements between governments. Some of us go day to day, week to week, going through the motions with no joy. Where is that joy? Where is the emotion? With this podcast, I'd like us all to lean in a little bit and take some time to feel. As I've explained in my story, one of the ways to truly engage is through sounds and music. Of course, there are other ways out there. Meditation, yoga, fitness, all of these other areas in life. But guess what? A lot of them, in fact, I would say, venture to say most of them have a musical component to them. But this podcast is all about how sound and music can influence our daily lives through feeling, through inspiration, through strength and drive, and yes, even sadness and disappointment. Let's all use the internal music instruments that we each have inside of us to join together, take out a little bit of time each week, and just feel. I'd love for you to join me in this voyage, and I would love for all of our listeners to get involved in the discussion. Ask questions, be curious, learn from each other, and again, feel. 
thank you so much again for uh, taking the time to listen today. We got through a, a, a bit of my history and, you know, hopefully in the weeks to come, we can start to dive into some of your histories, how music impl- influences you. The way the podcast is going to be broken up, um, we're not going to do this long intro like we, we did today. I really wanted to give you a sense of my history and my background so that we, as we move forward with the podcast, uh, we can start talking about different things and um, working together on different things in different areas. So the way the podcast is going to be structured, um, first we'll do a, a quick roundup of what's going on over the course of a week. Then we'll do some things in regards to what's been going on in the news and what's been going on in the world as far as music and 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 just feelings in general. One of the things I want to go over with you next week is the similarity between a lot of the TV streaming services that are out there today, Netflix, Hulu, etc., and how the music industry has shifted significantly onto those streaming services specifically for music like Apple Music and um, Spotify just to talk about how there's music that we've had in the past and music that we've heard on the radio in the past and and music that we've all enjoyed over the last 20, 30, 40 years. Some of that music is getting lost in the shuffle and that's one of the topics that I want to talk about next week and I have a couple articles that we can go over. Um, as we prep for that for next week. So we'll do the news portion of the podcast. And then the last part of the podcast is really going to be more of a workshop where I will bring in some musical elements and we'll start to talk about them. We'll talk about how, you know, certain sounds bring up certain emotions, Um, certain musical chords bring up emotions or thoughts or or just feelings and again this gets back into my my point before about just feeling and and really making this podcast something that we can all feel together so um one of the things i was thinking about for today just to make this uh make this brief thinking about places where you go every day and do you remember it was there music playing when you were at the grocery store today the last time you went to the dentist or when you went to the gym, was there music playing in the gym while you were there? Not the music you listened to in your headphones or whatnot, but was there music playing? And did you notice it? Did you did you did it bring back a memory? Did it make you feel a certain way? A um, couple of examples that I have. I have a, a vivid memory going way way back in the day um, where. Every single time I went to the dentist when I was younger, whether it was when I was five or six or seven or 10 or 12, every single time I went to the dentist, the same song came on the radio. And I could never explain why working my way back to you by the spinners, which came out in 1979, why that song was on the radio every single time I went to the dentist. So now when I hear that song on the radio or I play that song at a, at a DJ event or something, it immediately th- makes me think of getting my teeth cleaned or getting a filling or, or something that has to do with being at the dentist's office. So those are just things, just some examples of some things that we'll, we'll talk through um, as we move forward with the podcast. And I'd, I'd love to get your feedback. If you'd like to submit a topic or a question for an upcoming show, 
Um, you could send us an email at hello at lifetunespodcast, all one word, lifetunespodcast.com. And I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to get your questions and answers. Um, and also, and I'll talk about this in a minute in regards to Patreon, but we'll also have a Discord where you can join in and um, support the show um, and be part of our community. On Discord, we'll be able to um, share ideas, share thoughts throughout the week. I'll certainly join in on Discord and 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 speak with all of you about um, how things are going, what's going on. I'll have different um, different channels in the Discord, and we'll we'll play around with that and see how see how things go. But we'll you know I welcome your feedback, and I I really hope that um, I hear from some of you, and and we can start talking about things um, as the podcast grows and continues to move forward. Again, the email address, hello at lifetunespodcast.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, um, we are going to be using Patreon for our support system. I'll give you some information about that in weeks to come. If you do go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash lifetunes, You'll see some of the tiers that um, I've thrown up there. There's a couple of things to get us started um, with the group. And again, I would welcome feedback. I would welcome any type of ideas that you have as far as um, where we can go with the podcast. So more than happy to to take your feedback and, and please send it along. I'd love to hear it. And I'd love to hear your stories too. How has music impacted you? Um, how did you grow up with music and and you know, we'll talk about things as we continue to move forward. We will also have guests on this show. Um, all of us have memories of music, things um, dealing with music. I'd love to get some artists, um, some singers and songwriters on. Um, I have some people in, on the docket already to join us in the next couple weeks to start talking about how music has influenced their lives, whether they're writing books or, you know, taking part in other activities. Um, so, more than happy to bring bring folks on as we move forward. Once again, our email address is hello at lifetunespodcast.com. Episodes are released every Thursday, as we mentioned before, and they'll be on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast providers that are out there. So if you use Spotify or if you use Overcast or any other podcast provider, Lifetunes will be out there. So just search for us on there, or you could find out more at lifetunespodcast.com. I look forward to joining you all again next week to talk more about music and sound and how it makes us feel and how it makes us sort of live our lives in a way that that couldn't be done without that music behind us. So I will talk to you all again next week. Have a wonderful week and please send us some feedback. See Paul's Productions. I am one of the flyers. The creative unit of Abate Entertainment Group. See Paul. Stay positive. Stay positive.